chat with Jill. Hi guys, welcome back to another podcast. I'm so excited and also genuinely sorry that it's taking me quite a while to record. Um, the truth is there's been a lot of things going on and although it took me a while to kind of things, I'm very grateful that I went through the experiences that I did because I have some good things cooking for you. <laughs> and today I actually have a special guest, Miss Carissa. Hi, Carissa. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> so guys, we have a special treat for you today because we are actually going to be talking about you want to tell them to reflect? Yes. Um, I think something that both genders go through, and that's manipulation. Emphasis on both genders. Mm-hmm. Manipulation. You know, manipulation, I feel like it's something that is very, very common. However, not really talked about, definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, manipulation has, the word means, has a different definition for everybody that's gone through it or even witnessed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of the definition, I actually looked it up too, and for Merriam-Webster, it says, the definition of manipulation is the action of manipulating something in a skillful manner. And it says, the action of manipulating someone in a clever or unscrupulous way. Unscrupulous way. But the keyword is skillful. Yeah. It, it's skillful, I think, because if we're talking in a romantic sense and you've known this person well enough or long enough to know what makes them tick, of course it's skillful. Because you know what's going to push their buttons and how to get a reaction out of them. Most definitely. And you and I, Carissa, we both experienced this. And I have, for the first time in my life, I've experienced this on blast. Whereas there is no doubt about it that the manipulation in the situation that I was, was more than I have ever gone through in my entire life. And during that circumstance and um, when I was in that, I was blinded. I didn't even notice, like, I didn't realize how manipulated I was until, like, Carissa, like, you told me, you're like, girl, Tika, open your eyes. Like, what are you not seeing, you know? Yeah. It, it was coming from... You know, obviously a very loving place because right. with family and, of course, my close friends, anybody that I really care about, I don't want to see them go through any kind of emotional roller coaster because life already, as it is, is stressful. Being an adult is stressful. Having a hundred responsibilities on your shoulders and for a relationship to not be your escape, like a sweet escape. And it be stressful instead. Yeah. I'm. That's something I don't agree with, and I certainly don't want any of my close friends having to have that 
added on top of their plate. Right, right, definitely. And there's even times where, because I've been aware of what I went through, like, there's been times where I was able to even point that out to you, like, bro, that's manipulation, and we can talk more about what exactly happens when you're being manipulated, and first of all, I want to say, ladies and gentlemen, that gut feeling that you feel when you're dating someone, it's right. Mm-hmm. It is 100,000% correct. And the part of the manipulation is when you're trying to express or you're trying to communicate your feelings towards somebody and they're trying to reverse or project something onto you. So say you're trying to confront someone and say, hey, I feel like this when you do this to me. And all of a sudden, they're getting mad at you and trying to bring something up that you did. And instead of listening to your feelings, they're trying to make you feel bad over something that they did. Oh, yeah. That's... And just to piggyback off what you had said just now a few seconds ago about it's it's hard to like realize it's happening and you have to define it with yourself of what manipulation like what your kind of manipulation is like what you're going through in other words so if you can if you calmly and concisely verbalize to your significant other of what's been troubling you whether it's the dynamic between you two um their behavior towards you or for whatever sensible issue that comes up and they don't try to do anything or like kind of like brainstorming together to help come up with the solution right as adults Mm -hmm. to um yeah just to have a solution and if those same problems continue to happen and they perhaps start to gaslight you or like you said projectings onto you because they're secretly doing it themselves it makes you start to question yourself if you're crazy for feeling what you feel and it's I can't emphasize right. enough that you really do have to listen to your gut feeling. Right. And you know, oftentimes we tend to talk ourselves into things. And I know for myself, I love people so much that I always see the best in them. So I'm always trying to see the positives in people and I'm like, no, no, like they just did that because of this. No, I need to give them more grace. I need to give them more forgiveness because we all F up, we all mess up. So why shouldn't I be giving them more chances? But the thing is, when your emotions start to overlay the reality and the truth of things, that's when something starts becoming toxic. And that's where we need to be careful because if you're allowing emotions to lead and that's how you can easily be deceived. Our hearts are easily deceived and that's why we need to lead our heart. Exactly, because I I feel like you can, the heart wants what it wants, right? Mm-hmm. And if we look at a solution, sorry, a solution, a problem within a relationship, mm-hmm. 
we become, I guess, too emotional that it's hard for us to formulate what we want to say to that person of what's been troubling us. So I think, yes, you can definitely uh, have your emotions lead you, but also take into account, like, of an object, like looking at the problem through an objective lens, like to bring in that logical part of how am I going to handle the situation? I need to take an account to what my close friends and families are telling me, like, hey, something's not right about mm-hmm. this relationship you have with your significant other. Or they don't even have to say that. They can just say, you don't look happy. What's going on? Like, you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a, it's a good balance to have both logical and emotional lenses of, right. I guess, navigating through you being potentially manipulated. And it hurts even worse right. that it's coming from somebody that you're in a romantic relationship with. Right. And when you had said when other people notice things about you, because as for myself, and I'm sure like, you know, when you're dating someone, you want to keep it private and people think that what happened between you guys between you guys. However, it really is great to have that accountability from your close circle so you're not being blinded. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes we don't see for ourselves what's happening and we need another perspective. So there's definitely a way to allow your close circle to keep you accountable and just being careful who you share things with because like gossiping about the relationship isn't going to be good or healthy however it's not you and that person against the world like i think that it's easy to get into that mentality thinking that it's only you and the person you're dating and no one else cares or wants to see you together like people actually care and a lot of times when like more than one person is trying to tell you the same thing that's interesting like that's where it should be like oh my gosh like why did I get this call out of the blue from a friend that didn't call me for two years and they're asking me how I'm doing and saying like hey I had something on my heart to tell you this like you know so take into consideration what other people are saying Mm -hmm. and just know that um, it could be true like if something isn't for you and you just need to remember that not everyone's out to get you in your relationship right because when you're in a manipulative um, relationship it's like no I'm not going to listen to anybody else like um I don't want to listen to what, you know, a pastor or mentor is saying because it's me and this person, that's my person. Right. However, a lot of times, like, that's one of the things where it's like, you are being manipulated if they don't even want you to listen to what other people are saying, you know? Yes. And I think it's a red flag where if what you're telling your said person, right, if you're telling your person mm-hmm. like this is something that's been brought to my attention or it's been bothering me and it's a sensible 
you know issue you're bringing up it's not something so trivial or so petty like it's a genuine concern you have for both of your guys' right. relationship and they just brush it off that it's not important because it's coming from a friend or a family member that is a red flag because mm-hmm. you know these are people that have known you long enough and if you guys are family members even more so I would think that if okay if you have respect for me then show that respect to my extended family you know because I would mm-hmm. think these people who love and care for you have the best intentions for you wouldn't your significant other trust in that like I, I wouldn't right like I wouldn't want my uh, I guess whoever I'm dating <laughs> I was gonna say boyfriend I was like no I don't have that but <laughs> whoever I'm dating hey, me either girl <laughs> hot girl summer I'm just kidding um hot girl all year long <laughs> we'll talk about that later y'all <laughs> but it's like guard your heart guard your heart right. it's just um yeah it's like I I just wouldn't want my uh the person I'm dating to feel like my family or my friends are trying to steer me wrong you know if you feel like you see me in a positive light but you don't see my friends my close friends or my family in a positive light then what are you trying to tell me you know you sometimes you do have to look deeper into uh the kind of dismissal behavior your significant other might have towards you because um you know if they're being hot and cold in communication with you and they continue to ignore your plea for finding out a solution together. And it just trickles down into them uh, being dismissive about your concerns and the concerns of others. It's almost that nonchalant attitude that sets the tone for just a potentially toxic relationship down the line. Right. Right. And basically to set it as an example it could be when say you catch someone doing something wrong or they're being dishonest or maybe they're not being loyal and you confront them about it and first they could deny it they could definitely definitely deny it and and then if you like show them like yo like I have proof that you did this you know like why aren't you telling me the truth even though I have the truth in front of you? And manipulation could be when someone could, um, you know, it's like when, in that sense, where it's like you have the truth in front of them and they're still denying it, and then they're only saying sorry in the sense where they're only sorry because they got caught and even then the apology wasn't genuine. Right. Or you can even think of it, I guess, to be like to add on to what you're saying is that are they sorry because you found out and they weren't sorry because you didn't know back then? Mm-hmm. Because just imagine you never found out, they would have never come up and they would have never confessed that to you yeah manipulation does involve doing things behind your partner's back that you know you wouldn't like them doing to you it's the sneakiness of it all right 
um, you know, manipulation comes in different forms, mostly right. emotional and mental. And that's what really, I think, tears up people inside because you're putting this trust and love and affection and time into this one person that you're just all about. But for them, I guess you think so easily they can do something messed up to you. It hurts because you it starts to you start to question your maybe start your self-worth you know you start to question your own decisions about a person you think back to yourself like did I really know this person you know that I'm I liked or I loved and mm-hmm. it's difficult for us to see that in the relationship especially if things are really great in the beginning you're like well this person wasn't manipulative to me in the beginning but then again most beginning of relationships is that honeymoon phase where that person can do no wrong um it's hard but I think manipulation becomes more visible I'm not saying that manipulation is in every single relationship or that it's gonna happen but I'm saying how the relationship is there yeah exactly you know I think there are really good sweet and tender and very healthy relationships out there without manipulation um but I think what we're both trying to say here is that if it does happen you know god forbid it does that right be aware because the signs are there not in the honeymoon phase which is the beginning of a relationship um Mm -hmm. but i think down the road usually within the first few months you do start to see it i think that with relationships there are like (laughs) my mom used to tell me that there were three phases of relationship you have the honeymoon phase then you have the unraveling phase and then you have the realization phase so with the second phase of unraveling you start to notice each other's flaws right and i think right there you can start to see where the manipulation happens um and then the third phase is realization phase or what i call the oh shit (laughs) this is what i'm dealing with phase um because you go back to that the honeymoon phase like where you want to be happy again and where nothing or that person didn't do you wrong and perhaps you may continue to just give them a slap on the wrist of of um this person's not manipulating me they're going through a hard time i don't uh, maybe we can fix this that kind of mindset maybe they didn't mean it maybe we can fix this maybe it's all in my head Mm -hmm. so Thank you for sharing that. I would like to touch on, I would say, yeah, it's like questioning yourself. And when you begin to realize that your morals and the things that you truly want in the relationship that you thought you're on the same page with them as um, begin to become faltered, that could be a sign of manipulation. And the one of the things I want to bring the awareness of more with manipulation is action speaking louder than words. So if you're, if you and your significant other, you guys are discussing and, you know, like these are my boundaries, like um, this is a deal breaker, loyalty is a deal breaker, and they're saying yes, 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 and you guys have boundaries, like, of the relationship with the opposite sex, like with their friends and such, and 
you guys are on the same page, but yet their actions show you and that they are not on the same page. That's where the manipulation can be too, where it's saying one thing and doing another. And then them apologizing only because you found out, but their actions are not changing. That's manipulation. And also, another sign of manipulation is what I just said, where you communicate and then you catch them doing something. Their actions do not change, but they keep saying it has changed, but it wasn't. And then also, they begin to just shower you with gifts. It's called love bombing. And that's when, once they were caught in the ass and once you caught them, and remember, they're only sorry when you found out. They weren't sorry when you didn't know. They start showering you with gifts, but yet they still didn't change. And yet their actions still show that what you're telling them with your feelings isn't important enough for them to change. Because if they truly cared and loved you and said that, you know, I'm not gonna do that anymore, then their actions will show it, not sneaking behind your back because that's where it can make you human in a situation. Right. You don't want somebody um, that you believe wholeheartedly they care for you and have enough respect for you not to just want a quick fix to a to a problem you know you would hope mm-hmm. that that person is a team player and says you know what i'm sorry that this is bothering you um i'm glad you came to me so we can talk about it like adults instead of just mm-hmm. holding it in and let's sit down and really try to understand where the other person's coming from that way it doesn't escalate into this big avalanche of an argument or or having your other person's feelings like they're being on the back burner it there's no yeah there's never going to be a solution if you just want to kind of i hate to say it but like shut up your significant other just by trying to give them gifts or giving them what they want in that moment but not enough to sustain the relationship and what i mean by that is actually hearing what that person has to say coming up with a solution and following through, like you said, the the words have to match their actions and vice versa. Like you can't have one without the other because it's not going to work. And it's just going to be this uh, this domino effect of what can develop into manipulation. Right. And I've learned that showing me one is enough like there's only so many chances you can give somebody and I'm the type of person that's like okay like, yeah I'm gonna give you a second chance but it's like if it's something major like manipulation falls under the categories of the actually not matching their words this could be cheating this could be you know as little or as big as that and you need to be honest with yourself. What do I genuinely want and desire in a partner? And am I settling for less by allowing my boundaries, my morals to be compromised? And, you know, I'm all for grace. I'm all for forgiveness. I love art. You know, having a lion tattoo, like that's loyalty, that's loving no matter what, like how many times people hit me. However, 
I do love myself and I encourage all of you to remember to love yourself as well. You might love someone, but remember, you need to love yourself as well. In fact, love yourself more and remind yourself what you deserve and remind yourself that those those morals and those boundaries that you want to share with someone you're not crazy in the head for wanting to have a loyal relationship for wanting someone who doesn't like people exist who are on the same page as you so don't force something when you know that the signs are there where clearly they don't respect you in that sense and um also i would like to say that when someone is doing this to you it's not you it's not your fault the thing is this is an internal heart and mental issue you might think you know somebody but truly you won't know someone even when you're in the grave because they take the whole lifetime and more to know someone and especially if they're if you're still in the early stages of the relationship like you might not know the the full baggage or the internal trauma, the emotional trauma, the family trauma that they have. So when these things come up, remember that it's in an internal heart issue where they need to go and seek help and want the help on their own. And this is something where you cannot fix. So if you keep giving them chances, you're just showing them what you can tolerate. Even when you know that that's not what you should be tolerating. And just remember that. Like, that's why you need to set that boundary and cut ties. Because they need to go to God and figure out, like, the right community to help them heal. So that they can be in a healthy relationship. And Teresa, you told me something one time, several times, where you said, you know, Chica, when you're trying to force a relationship it's like you trying to force can you tell it to me please you know what I'm trying to say it's like I see it this way is that Mm -hmm. you should not it shouldn't feel like you're going to war or that you're trying to force affection and respect out of somebody that right that supposedly Mm -hmm. they care for you but yet their actions are not showing it um you know I also feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't have to feel like you're begging them to give you the bare minimum and that's yeah that's communication that's respect that's listening to you to understand Mm -hmm. not to get a risk like not to formulate their own response because it's so easy for people to get defensive especially if they're being calmly called out on what they've been doing, whether it's behind closed doors or right in front of you. Um, right. You know, and what's the puzzle thing that you Oh, no, no. Yes, That's what I'm trying yes, to ask. You, the light bulb went in my head right now. <laughs> so. I'm like, uh, girl. Nudge, nudge. So it's like you're trying to fit uh, a square puzzle piece into a circle hole. It's yes. no matter, right, exactly. no matter how you turn it, no matter how much perseverance you have mm-hmm. within yourself, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit, you know, um, right. you, like I tell my friends, 
when they're going through something. I said, you should not ever have to repeatedly ask for something that uh, that, that other person does not willingly want to give it to you themselves. Because if it's not genuine, why would you, if it wasn't genuine, why do you want it in the first place? And if you continue, right. yeah, if you continue to want to beg for it or put your self-respect, your dignity to the side, you, I tell my friends, you need to look internally as to why you put up with it. Because I don't believe anybody deserves to be manipulated. I don't, I, right, I don't feel like nobody deserves to be gaslight you know saying hey there's a problem here Mm -hmm. but then your boyfriend or girlfriend says no there's not but they're the ones that are creating this problem or they're not even trying to find a solution you know um and gaslighting oh oh, no no no. i was just gonna say it's it's hurtful and whether they want to acknowledge it or not but that does affect your life because i'm a firm believer that Mm -hmm. dating should be fun it should be um yeah, oh, yeah, it should it should be easy. I know it's not going to be easy all the time. You know, people do get into arguments. People have their bad days and may accidentally take it on on you and they don't mean it. You know, no one's perfect, as we've always said. Mm-hmm. Um, but it shouldn't be so stressful to the point where right. both of you or one person's so emotionally drained that when they look in the mirror, they don't even recognize themselves anymore. It, that's mm-hmm. sad. That's sad to think about. Yeah. But I'm sorry, girl. What are you gonna say about gaslighting? Honestly, like gaslighting, it just happens in different ways. And do you have any experiences with gaslighting that you like to share? Yeah. Um. It was like I want to say a few years ago uh maybe five <laughs> five or four years ago my mind's all discombobulated from studying but there was an experience where I was in a one of my first serious relationships and because I was just so infatuated with him um and I didn't know what I know now when it comes to relationships the good and bad <laughs> and there was a of time where I felt like he was being very emotionally distant and that we were potentially on the verge of breaking up and I just kept going over and over in my head like what did I do wrong you know was there something I said was there something I did how I present myself um and I would bring it up with him every so often like what's going on I want to know because I feel like you're being emotionally distant you know we're not talking as much and he was just saying oh it's all in your head you're thinking too much you're overthinking it and me being I like to think I'm very calm when I'm explaining what's been bothering me and I do take time to think about what I'm gonna say and how I'm gonna say it that way it just doesn't come out as yeah because I don't want to be remembered as an angry person or somebody that just explodes mm-hmm. on another person because um, I don't think things get solved that way you know it may, if anything it makes it worse right. but going back to this one experience in my life it wasn't until I found out I was being cheated on that it took something like a big event like that to just slap me in the face and make me realize 
I was being gaslit. I was being emotionally manipulated that there was no problem when there actually was. And what you said earlier is that when somebody, I guess, bestows upon manipulation on you, it's not your it's not your problem like it's not something that you did upon yourself like that's all on them and there's something internally going on with them themselves that makes them feel like it's okay for them to do that to somebody else so uh, oh no I was was just gonna say that was when it really hit me uh reality that not every guy that I involved myself with was going to have the same heart and intentions as me and for the longest time it confused me because I'm like what's so hard about being upfront with me what's so hard about telling me the truth right loyalty like you know why if I'm so good to this person why can't I get that back and yet they have the audacity to turn around and say they like me but then do things to hurt me and he's been saying they love you and still mm-hmm. doing that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I experienced the same thing. And you had experienced all of that before I did. And that's why you were able to speak into my life and share with me. Like, Chica, like, you can let these things out and talk to me about this. However, I need to let you know that you're being manipulated. And when you're in that situation, you think that it's never going to happen to you. You don't believe it could ever happen to you. And just like what you said, you know, you love someone. And me, I'm pouring out, like, so much love to somebody and thinking they would never do that to me. Like, I trust them, I love them, like, I could, like, am I going to spend the rest of my life with them? But before we're so quick to jump the gun and be like, you know what, I'm going to marry this person. Ladies and gentlemen, actions speak louder than words. And one of the things to realize is, like, ask yourself, what's my love language? Is your love language words of affirmation? Is it physical touch? Is it quality time? Is it gift giving? Is that person using your love language in a positive note? Or are they using it in a way to manipulate you? That's something to think about. Because at the end of the day, if you right now are in a situation or in a relationship with somebody and you know you love them and they love you, however, you keep catching them doing things like cheating or you know just lying to you and they keep saying sorry yet it's not convenient ask yourself am i being manipulated are they trying to push things on me when i'm trying to share how i feel and i'm hurting are they trying to comfort me when i'm crying after they hurt me or are they trying to find comfort for them even though they lied and they did this to me like you're not crazy in the head your feelings are valid and communication in the Don't force, don't force. There's a time and place for everything. That's extra 414. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, <laughs> um, but seriously, there's a time and place for everything. And you will get to it. You will heal from it. 
I know for myself, after I went through that and went through that breakup, um, you know, I confided in what I needed to uh, do to heal, but I chose and decided to do it the healthy way. Like, I'm going to talk to my mentor, talk to a pastor, surround myself with genuine friends that actually love me. Not and be careful too with your friends because there might be friends where they're trying to encourage things that you know aren't right. Go with your gut feeling. You're not crazy. Go with your gut feeling. But surround yourself with friends. Like go to the gym, spend time alone to journal, listen to music, go on walks. Like. And don't feel forced to go on dates right away. We live in a generation where you could easily download an app and go on dates right after, like, you know, but take time to genuinely chill so that when the right person or the next person comes, hopefully they're the right person and not just another lesson, but, you know, that they see that you really love yourself because they would be a supplement to you. Like a relationship is an encouragement to each other. I believe that, you know, there are mature and amazing men out there who won't be, who won't lie and who pray for women <laughs> like us, Teresa. Classy <laughs> <laughs> educated. But um seriously like there are people oh, out yeah. there that are looking for someone exactly like us. So, I, I mean, <laughs> you where you at. <laughs> I was going to say, girl, he ain't on the dating apps. That's, that's a whole dream right there. Yeah, but maybe he's on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, ladies, stay away from Tinder, please. Ugh, that's a whole different emotion I know right it's a whole different black hole right there (laughs) but you know know, it's it's so important to know for yourself of what you will and will not tolerate Mm -hmm. it's so easy for us right I think even I hate to say it but it's even easier it's easier for women because we fall into this trap of we like this guy so much right or whatever, whatever your preference is. I like this person so much that I'm willing to overlook these little things about them. But yet, right, because what do you have? Perfect. We ourselves are not perfect no. either. But then, I mean, I don't know about me. I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> you know, in, in the relationship, later on in the, in the road, it's going to come up. These little things, they do build up. And yeah you have to love yourself enough to know when something or someone is not right for you and move on walk away if right if if they are taking more out of you than they are pouring into you right it's like it it shouldn't feel Mm -hmm. like you're trying to hold up this I guess a castle being the relationship on your own. You want somebody that's a team player right. that wants to have both of your guys' relationship flourish and not be at its lowest point, rock bottom. Um, right. Know yourself well right. enough to say, I may like this person, but I deserve better. You know, 
I may love this person. And and when I I say deserve better, I don't mean, you know, the physical. I mean the emotional. How does this person make you feel when you come home to them? How does this person make you feel when you talk about your day, even if it's been a stressful day? How do they make other people feel around them? You know, are their friends enabling toxic behaviors? And like meaning, right, like they're just giving their friends slap on the wrist and not calling them out on their toxicity. Because I know when it comes to friends, you don't want to really necessarily rock the boat between you two or whatever the circle is of friends. But then if nobody calls you out on your toxic ways, are you ever going to learn? Yeah, exactly. And when I went through that situation with someone just said, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I was so hurt. I was so hurt. But at the same time, I was still trying to encourage and love on this person thing. Besides mm-hmm. the fact of you are no longer someone that I can date, what the is going on mm-hmm. in your heart? Like, what's going on in your heart you want to do yeah. to me? What is going on in that heart? Because it's like, I needed to mm-hmm. confront them. And this wasn't even me pleading to want to work it out anymore. This isn't wasn't me pleading to anything like that. It was just like I just wanted them to open their eyes and see like it is not okay to live out lies, whether it's small lies, little white lies add up. One little marble gets under the rug. Think of a little white lie as a marble. Shove it under the rug. Shove it under the rug. Shove it. Eventually like everything's gonna pile up when you see that huge pile of marbles and you lift up the rug and it all spills out and comes rushing out and I just wanted them to realize like this isn't okay like please like I really hope and pray that you get to heal genuinely from what you've been through and what you're doing to other people because it will catch up to you it will definitely catch up to you and guys i really hope that it doesn't take a traumatic event for you to open your eyes to realize that you deserve more and you deserve more respect personally um in my situation a traumatic event had happened after i kept giving someone countless chances and it was god's way of telling me can I have your attention? Do I have your attention now? And I said, yes, God, <laughs> yes, you do. You have all of my attention because I was so blinded and I needed to wake up. And, you know, this podcast isn't no. about gossip. It's not about spreading rumors. We are bringing yeah. awareness to manipulation. We are bringing awareness to the unspoken i love you guys and i'm so grateful that you are listening and chiming in because not a lot of people mm-hmm. talk about this and our goal and you know 
my goal and the intention for life is to live out love and to just live out authenticity. So I hope that you are encouraged with this and uh, just know, like, guys, this is real. And also, I would like to say that I've been watching, like, a lot of TikToks about manipulation and cheating and gaslighting and red flags. And I had commented on one of them, and uh, basically, I said, you know, they're only sorry when you found out, and even then, it wasn't a genuine apology, you know? He was only sorry when I found out, and even then, it wasn't a genuine apology. Almost 2,000 girls liked that comment, 2,000 people. And they commented back to my thing. Same girl, same, 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 same. I didn't even get an apology. All of these girls. And I never realized how many people go through this. And that TikTok was at performance potential. And the TikTok was, will cheaters always cheat in the future? Question mark. And Mm -hmm. he was touching on, you know, don't give them another chance because it's something internal they need to work on. But yeah, <laughs> because you know, <laughs> you know when somebody is genuinely sorry for whatever hurt they've caused you, discomfort, anger, you know, fill in the the blank right there. But you know when somebody is sorry, and mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be in the romantic sense. I know that's the focus here is like talking about romantic manipulation, yeah. but. It could come in different forms. It happens to any kind of relationship. Yeah, family Friendship. even. Um, oh, yes, even so. And nowadays, it's so easy to do the manipulation because you have dating apps, you have social media. You know, like you said, it's it's become, our generation has become so easily accessible to each other where it's so much easier to yeah. find someone new and move on and carry on that toxic behavior into your next relationship rather than doing the internal work yourself and you have to figure out like sit down truly sit down with yourself or with the therapist even and be like why do i continue to do these things yeah. to other people is it something within my past or yeah. family you know past family dynamic mm-hmm. that i didn't heal from and now it's starting to exude itself through my current relationship or the one that I just, you know, the one that just ended because of my doing. Like, it's just everything nowadays right. has a quick fix, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's the best answer or solution to fixing, yeah, to fixing things that you need to hold yourself accountable for if you're the toxic one in the relationship. Yeah. If you are the toxic one in the relationship, um, you know, and we can all ask ourselves, like, mm-hmm. am I manipulative? Manipulative? Do I contain and portray and project that manipulative language? When one of my friends tells me how they feel, am I trying to make them feel like, am I trying to bring up something they did? So that I can project that onto them instead of listening to what they feel. Watch out to how you see others. Watch out how you speak to others. Like when someone confronts you, are you immediately getting angry and trying to be defensive? Or are you open minded and calm and saying, you know what? Like, you're right. I did mess up. I did do this. Like, 
let's work on this and hold me accountable. Like, I don't want to do this to you. I don't want to hurt you. You're my friend. Or they're getting mad and trying to say, you know what, we're having a good day and you just had to bring something up. Like, that's language, you know? So ask yourself, am I saying those things to someone right. else? Right. And I think it's also to add on to what you're saying is that even if they say, yes, let's fix this, the first time, right, of them making a mistake. Mm-hmm. However, if they do the same mistake multiple times or even just the second time, you, I think that's when your radar should definitely be up times 10. You know, it's right. it's one thing to be right. sorry for when you've done a one-time mistake but I don't think somebody is as fully invested or fully sorry when they continue to do the same mistake so you really have to take a step back kind of take out the romance in this equation and see it for what Mm -hmm. it is and what's happening in front of you it's going to be hard it's not easy you know I think um, if it was easy it would be easier for people to leave not so healthy relationships um but because we're invested into the ones that we've already have or we're in um it's harder for to just us mentally take a step back and say is this person generally sorry are they doing things to not repeat those same mistakes so i know that they're that they're actually sorry yeah what actions are they taking and ask yourself that too. What actions am I taking? I, and I, yeah, I, I think if you're so, yeah, if you're doing all yeah. the right things for yourself, healing from it, you know, talking it out with close family and friends that you can trust and you know that they care for you very much. Um, you're doing mm-hmm. own healing. I I believe that things do play out the way they need to be played out, even if it doesn't end up the way you hoped. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're the one that's tried the most to mend a relationship that's been broken, fractured, or just on a rocky road, just tell yourself that what you're expecting from this other person is what is just common decency. It's you want to be treated as a priority. You want to be treated as that they actually care about you, that they're not wasting your time you know that you can actually feel safe you can feel safe around this person yeah and safety has different definitions and one of them is being able to trust them i won't try to sugarcoat trust with people y'all if you know you can't trust them because their actions are safe Mm -hmm. stop for real Stop it. Stop it right now. I just smack you on the head with a love tap. I would. Because you probably have a big heart. I'm speaking to the audience right now. Your heart is probably as big as a watermelon. And, you know, you're just trying to love on somebody. Well, I know you love them, but you can't save them. I know you love them, but you can't change them. They need to want to change themselves and they need to be able to put themselves and posture their heart to be in the position to do things, to change. So, (laughs) drop the mic right there. I want everyone, I want everyone to repeat this. 
I am That's not right. number, I am two. number two. I am not I number two. Not Say it again. I am two. not yep. number it's never, two. Yeah, you it's never. It's not going to be your job to fix somebody who's emotionally unavailable. Even more so mixed up with a narcissistic right. personality that I kind of like saying I can do no wrong or this problem's not worth my time to fix. Yeah. You know, I, I tell right. my guy friends and my girlfriends, you do not need to put up with this. If this person shows you time and time again that they're not right for you, the right person is going to be somebody that hears you out 100%, not them not picking and choosing what they want to hear. And somebody that chooses to stay with you, like yeah. saying that this is a re- this is a relationship and a person that is good to me is good for me. Why wouldn't I want to meet them more than halfway to fix something that's obviously hurting them? And dating in twenty twenty one is very difficult. <laughs> you and I both know that, Amiga. It's difficult. It feels like like a constant marathon of trying to jump over these hurdles and hurdles can be you know people being shady people you know using each other manipulation a huge one that we've pretty much been talking about um having just having the ability to walk away when when things become toxic they don't even have to become toxic if things are just very like what's the word here you know that it's just not good for your mental health it's time to go and another like the third page that i follow is ace metaphor and also steven speak and or second speak sorry second um basically like they touch on narcissists (laughs) and uh they talk about this and talk about how to leave that type of toxic relationship with someone who is treating you that way so definitely give them a shout out if you guys want to follow that like follow some good content so that these are just reminders like throughout your day to the same best in yourself and when you're in the healing process or when you're in the waiting as you're falling more in love with yourself and you know trying to heal from this emotional trauma just know that you can be free from it and you know, from what I experienced, like, sometimes I'll get those flashbacks of things that happen, and I'll want to tear up because it hurts, like, knowing that someone that I love constantly lied to me, and where I gave them my best efforts and put the best foot forward, and yet they're still having hidden agendas, like, those flashbacks come back, but I know that I... You know, they do not hold the power of my thoughts and I'm asking God to help fill me with those things because it's like when I enter my you know, my next relationship, um I know that I don't wanna bring like so much baggage to the table where I'm not emotionally healed for someone who's ready to love me correctly, who's ready to be loyal to me one hundred ten thousand percent. So I know that, you know, taking those right yeah. steps and healing properly and taking the time to heal, like, that's going to set you up for success. And I just want to encourage you guys, like, it gets better 
communicate and you guys can discuss what manipulation is like how can you continue to thrive as a couple that uplifts each other and not have toxic snippets or little snakes of toxic behavior like this goes for everybody so and if you're healing from something mm-hmm, taking it one day at a time and everything is going to work out it really is and always does so is there anything else you want to end on Teresa before we wrap it up um I mean I'm just gonna say like my heart does go out to people Mm -hmm. who have gone through it are currently going through it or Mm -hmm. post going through it it's not easy um so this is uh I hope that this doesn't come off as a lecture rather than just us bringing awareness to something that is so universal a lot of people go through it unfortunately um so you know definitely take things that we're saying with a grain of salt um if if what we're saying applies to you uh just know that we're trying to lead with a uh yeah positive no like we want to see people do better for themselves to be treated better um life is too short and i know that's such a cliche saying but it really is life is too short you're exactly tomorrow's not promised um oops sorry (laughs) there was a um you know if you don't want a loved one to go through what you're going through perhaps that can be a motivation to get out of a sticky situation with somebody even if it's in a romantic sense so really do what's best for you because at the end of the day the relationship you have with yourself is going to be the biggest most important one that you know that's somebody you yourself is somebody who you're with at the end of the night at the end of the day when you're alone with your thoughts so really get to know who you are as a person what you will and will not tolerate um i think life gets more interesting and better mm-hmm. after that and there is a light at the end of the tunnel there is and i've even thought of like there's a light mm-hmm. in the tunnel too in the darkness so everything mm-hmm. is gonna work out and just like you said like this is a positive note like no we're not psychologists i mean chris is you might be one soon and a nurse so <laughs> And I'm, you know, <laughs> one day I'll be, I'm going to be a doctor. So, you know, just. You will like, be a I doctor. I know, it's starting, <laughs> but y'all don't need to know all the information. <laughs> but, um. Oh, she's going to be successful. I'm just saying, like, just putting that emphasis. Like, this is what we've experienced. You know that we're not alone. And, you know, as happy and effed up as it is that I went through that, I'm not the only person in the world who goes through that. And that's why I know that I'm not the only one and whoever's listening to this, like, you're not the only one either. So, yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And stay tuned for another Girl Chat with Joe. Thank you so much, Carissa. Thank you. Bye, everyone. <laughs>